Good day to you. I'm Angelique Meadow, founder of Will You, an inspirational multimedia company that provides education and mentoring to nurture empowerment and joy. If you'd like to learn more about the company, explore willyougrow.com. The Will You Grow Show was created as a way for us to share soulful insights and connect with you. We gracefully tackle touchy subjects that tickle your tempestuous thought, fan your eternal embers of your heart, and salve your soul with hope. We start each show with live readings of various topics, followed by listener comments and questions, alongside meaningful and fun options for you to consider implementing in your daily life. And today's topic is intuition. Ooh, it's about developing dialogue with intuition. This show was brought to you by Life and Nature. They make our hearts beat, lungs breathe, and world turn. Let's make sure we give thanks today. Today's crystals and gems are by Stones of Spirit. Wardrobe and accessories are brought to you by The Magic Closet. Because life is your stage, what are you wearing? Now, to develop dialogue with intuition. What is intuition? Intuition is that small, still voice, as it's called. It's that guidance from within. It's the nurturing of the truth of who we are, the truth of what is real, the truth of what we need to know in this life, how we can walk best, and how we can be who it is that we're called to be. So in today's article, we're going to look at ways to increase receptivity to intuitive guidance and develop an ongoing dialogue with intuition. So I'd like to share a bit about my past experience. Like many of us, I have blocked my ability to receive intuitive guidance from time to time. My old way of communicating was to only communicate with life, which I also call God, after I had applied lots of effort and strain to do everything myself, and I was at my wit's end, that is when I reached out to intuition. I kept expecting to receive more information, but I didn't know that I wasn't holding up my end of conversation. The communication with intuition goes both ways. As the old passage reads, Ask and you shall receive. In order for me to receive more communication with life, I needed to start communicating with that life force more. So I began talking to life, God, about everything from what's best to, for me to eat for breakfast to what's best for me to wear. Is it best for me to do this business deal? Is it best for me to go on a date with this man? As I accepted that I was just as worthy to talk to life about the little things, which are actually and often the big things, as I was to talk about the big things, my trust in myself and life God grew. I learned to set boundaries and to say no to things that added stress, at least stress in my life, like overwork, or things that kept me from being open to intuition, such as thinking and overthinking. As I made more time for health, rest, relaxation, joy, and meditation and prayer, 
and I followed through on the guidance that I did receive, the more the guidance came. The ongoing communication was working. And the more confident I became to trust life to continue to provide me with guidance, I also learned to trust myself and to protect my state of mind and body so that I could allow myself to receive. And this is a bit of experience that I've had mentoring others so that they could increase their ability to receive intuition and guidance. In mentoring people to be empowered, I've observed that we have the ability to kick dead-end habits to the curb as we learn to be truly open and courageously follow intuitive guidance. People who once thought that they couldn't get guidance or were afraid of the truth of the guidance and how their lives might change have become some of the fiercest advocates of stress-less living that's directed by intuitive guidance. Anyone can hone their ability to be intuitive. Anyone. To paraphrase the famous Dharma teacher Ajahn Chah, he said, What is made clean can be made dirty. What is dirty can be made clean. It is our choice. Are you ready to receive more intuitive guidance? Below and next are a few questions that might lead you to more intuitive breakthroughs. During a quiet moment, ask these questions of yourself internally, and then let the questions go. Do not think, feel, wonder, or worry about the answer. Answers will come in good timing, settling into your heart-mind like an aha gift that you will know is true. All right, question number one. Are you ready? And if you want to, you can write this down so you can ask yourself again later. How can I be a better receiver of intuitive guidance? How can I? When you're open to this, it's fascinating and everyone may have a different answer that works for them. So instead of thinking of all the reasons that we can't receive intuitive guidance, like, oh, I don't have that gene, or I don't have time, or the kids' needs are more important, or I have to work, or whatever it might be, we can ask and we shall receive guidance. Just ask. Question number two. What is best for me in this situation? What is best for me in this situation? Sometimes we just don't want to know what is best. We don't want to be or do what is best. And if that's the case, we may block our ability to receive guidance so that we can continue to misbehave. (laughs) When this rebellious behavior in the end becomes boring, deadly, or such that we're ready to listen, Asking this question is an awesome way to help hone our best self. So when you are ready to be your best, just ask, what is best for me in this situation? Question number three, what do I need to know? This open-ended question allows us to receive guidance in whatever area is deemed most critical at that time that we may not be consciously aware of. 
If we feel guilty or have a hard time allowing ourselves to receive guidance, we can learn about how to receive more in future episodes. So what say ye about this topic? Please share your comments, thoughts, and feelings in the comments section so that we may grow together in strength and willpower. So here are a couple tips that you can implement in your life. So if you choose to increase your ability to receive guidance. First of all, our nature element, our animal and nature, which can help us to be able to get in touch with our intuitive guidance, is the starfish. The starfish, the starfish meaning is to follow your own Sorry. <laughs> Follow your own path. <laughs> There's something even funnier coming up. I just have this sense. I don't know. Intuition keeps telling me that it's on the way. Uh, okay. Star- <laughs> There's laughter happening in this heart. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> so starfish, follow your own path. Follow your own path. Follow your own unique path. Do what's right for you, no matter how difficult it may. <laughs> that totally derailed it. Fun fact. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to cut that part, and you're gonna have to help me start over, Neil, right there. Okay. Start with me. Woo, the starfish part. Start with the starfish part. <laughs> That's. <laughs> You're a sun and star, no matter who you are. All right. Ha! Ah, shake it off. No comments Nature's elements always give us intuitive guidance through the animals, the creatures, the breeze, the stars, everything that is around us. And the starfish is here to help us to learn to follow our own path. The metaphysical meaning of the starfish, like what you see here, is to follow your own path, your own unique path. Do what is right for you, no matter how difficult. It will bring stars of rewards and possibilities. You know, starfish actually change their sex multiple times throughout their life. Whoa! There's a random thought. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Those. <laughs> what comes around goes around. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Ben. <laughs> oh, I love my team. <clears throat> uh, and to move on to uh, crystals and other earth elements that can help us along. Our crystal for today is quartz. Oh, yes, that's a double ringer. So... The quartz, like what you see here, which is a smoky quartz, isn't it lovely? Provided to us by Stones of Spirit. Quartz supports the conversion of carbohydrates and nutrients and insulin regulation. It clears headaches and 
things that are caused by a blocked third eye. And for those of you who don't know, the third eye is help us, helping us to be uh, receptive to receiving guidance from um, above, literally. But really, it's not above, it's everywhere. Um, okay, it also, this smoky quartz also instills clarity and assists us to look within to find our truth. It is perfect for journeying through death and rebirth experiences and for cleansing energy, vital. And just so you know, you don't have to try to be intuitive. You don't have to make yourself be intuitive. You just need to get rid of or clear, like with the quartz, clear the things that are blocking you. If you got too much junk in your house, it's like that. Once you get rid of it, all of a sudden you can see the fact that, oh, I might need to do a paint job or, oh, uh, I have room in my head in order to recognize what I need to do next. So get rid of the yuck, and then the good stuff comes in. Yuck, a technical term. Charcoal. Charcoal is also very helpful. It can be taken as tablets. And no, I am not uh, a doctor recommending or telling you what to do. I'm just letting you know that this is something available and natural in our earth that can provide a detoxifying agent. Charcoal and clays have been used for centuries. So look that up and learn more about that. I believe Ben also has some information for us about charcoal. Activated charcoal may be able to assist kidney function by filtering out undigested toxins and drugs. It's especially effective at removing toxins derived from urea, the main byproduct of protein digestion. So if you have issues with gout or other things, that can help you as well. So we think, uh, is that Google, Wikipedia? That is Medical News Today. We thank Medical News Today for that wonderful information and insight. And we ask you, um, what kinds of questions do you have about intuition? Put those questions in, into the comment box. And you can also feel free to give us a call on 833-WILL-YOU. Press extension 4 and leave your comments and questions for future shows. Now we'll move on to a couple of comments and questions uh, about... The sh about intuition, which we have already received. Okay, question number one. Terry says, I have no clue about intuition, and I'm also afraid of it, of what I'll learn. But I'm also curious, how can I move forward? Terry, it is difficult to move forward when you have conflicting energy, when you're both afraid and you want to. Whenever I feel stuck in this way or trapped in indecision, I ask myself this question. What would I need to know in order to feel safe to fill in the blank? So in this instance, the question would be, what would I need to know in order to feel safe to learn what intuition is telling me? For me to choose to learn about intuition, I needed to know that I had the power to do or not do what it was guiding me towards. And the reality is, we all have that power and can use it or not. Just because we know something is good for us, it doesn't mean we have to do it. There's nothing to be afraid of in learning more about intuition. The answers are always there, coming to us and available to us. We can choose to be open or not. For me, I choose to be open, and it has made all the difference. 
All right, question number two. This is from Cindy. How can I tell the difference between intuition and fear? Well, this is a great question, Cindy. And those two are going to feel very different. But the best way you can tell the difference between intuition and fear is practice. In the beginning, it can seem like we have a lot of voices in our head. The voices of our mother, our father, our spouse, maybe a critical teacher or a boss. It's hard to even hear the intuitive guidance of what's often called that still small voice. As we practice and begin knowing which voices to tell where to go and which voice is the intuitive voice, it becomes more clear. So practice makes it more clear. So the next question is, how can I tell the difference between intuition and fear? This is a great question, and the answer is practice. In the beginning, it can seem like we have a lot of voices in our head. The voices of our mother, our father, our spouse, maybe a critical teacher, or even a boss. It's hard to even hear the intuitive guidance or what's often called that still small voice. As we practice and begin knowing which voices to tell where to go, the intuitive voice becomes more clear. A simple way to get started is to feel the sensations in our body when we receive the messages. What is our body experiencing? Does it immediately feel tense, tight? irritated, angry? If so, that is not intuition. Got it? If you feel any of those things, tense, tight, irritated, angry, that is not intuition. When we receive intuitive guidance, even when it, the instruction that it sends us is difficult, there will always be a sense of peace that comes along with it. It's like that saying, it's peace without understanding. So, since it always comes with peace, peace will be with us and our bodies will feel peaceful. I hope this helped you. Thank you so much for coming in today. We appreciate your support, your kindness, your generosity. Please like, subscribe, and share if you've enjoyed this comments. We look forward to talking with you and your friends next Sunday at 9 a.m. And always with love, I send to you. 